because they want to make money from the suppliers. They will take time or they will be fighting among themselves as politicians or senior managers in the departments. And then that delays uh, the authorization or the approval of the tender. That's why we always have these delays. And I'm also experiencing the very same problems when it comes to some of the tenders that are being, uh, that we bid for. Because you quote, and then after quoting them, they will discard uh, your quotation. Or they use the information that you have provided to them, to, uh, and then they will give it to their own preferred uh, service provider. So, so how do you know this, um, Morris? How do you? Uh, what oh, evidence we, do you have to we, support we, that? We, we, I know I've got facts. We get the information from the supply chain uh, management uh, department in the very same department. When you go there and ask why, because I've, I've quoted and my, I've, I've quoted less, they said no. One of the managers or one of the directors they have removed your quotation. So what have you done about this? Have you uh, raised this with other authorities uh, to try and curb this particular practice? You, you, you won't win because once you do that, then you'll be blacklisted. You won't even get any tender from them. And at some point, my company was removed from a certain department. I'm no longer doing business with them. And the reason is that I was quoting less. So you are saying that the officials within the department are the ones who are causing these problems by circumventing um, the, the, the processes? Yes, these senior managers and directors in the department, including these politicians, they are the ones that are involved in the issue and the approval of the tenders. So if, some, if first, for example, they say, okay, on this tender is 1 million rand, right? And then your profit is 25%, 250,000 then you, you quote, and then you quote less. They will go and get somebody uh, to bid for that tender for 1.8 million. Then they remove, they remove your, 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 your quotation. They say you don't qualify. Maybe you missed one, two, three. Or they take out some of the documents that you have included. They say, no, you don't have BEE or your tax errors or whatever. Even though now the CSDH is helping us in terms of those things. So they remove some of the documents. So by, by the time it goes to the bid, yours won't be there. Okay. And they know that because the, 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 the minimum one or the last one was about, um, say, for example, 1.2 uh, million, then they'll go and approve 1.8 million. It's happening every day. I can go with you to the department and show you the quotations that I've done that are being removed every day. And when we ask the junior staff members, they'll give you genuine reasons as this is what has happened. And they're also crying because they are phoning, they are phoning the service provider every day. But when it comes to the bid, the ones that they have uh, supplied, they are no longer there. Because these uh, uh, directors and senior managers, I can even give you the name of the officials in the department that are doing that, the senior managers. That was a caller earlier this morning on AM Live called Morris talking to my colleague Sakina Kamwendo making allegations of corruption in the procurement process uh, for books and stationery in Limpopo. Our reporter Katlejo Nyone now joins us. Uh, Katlejo, I understand you spoke to one of the stationery distributing companies uh, about the late delivery of books. Uh, What's their update on getting the material out? Hi there. Yes, indeed, we managed to speak to a service provider based in KwaZulu-Natal, who told us that he's been providing, his company has been providing textbooks to Limpopo and other provinces, including the Northwest and Housing, for a period of three years. Now, without any information coming to, to their attention late last year, they did not receive any orders for stationery meant for the Limpopo province, meant for schools in the Limpopo province, 
Now, according to what he said to us anonymously, is that the Department of Education would normally place orders with them uh, in August as well as in September, and this stationery would then be distributed across schools in the Limbobo province at the beginning of the year or late in the year, immediately after examinations. Now, what he told us is that that process did not happen, and they were only informed. In fact, they also learned through the media that uh, a new service provider has been appointed by the Department of Education in the province. Now, the department insists that the contract expired of this service provider based in KwaZulu-Natal, who spoke to us. They're saying that his contract uh, expired, leading them to be uh, to conduct a search and a bidding process for a new company to come and take over the delivery and distribution of stationery. It would seem as if the department in the province is once again um, confronted with this logistical nightmare of ensuring timely um, deliveries to schools across the province. Katleko, did uh, this company representative that you spoke to who wants to remain anonymous say that, uh, mention any proactive measures they took because uh, they didn't hear from the department in August as uh, they normally had done, but they're, they're raising their issues now. Have they had any engagement at all with the, the Limpopo Department of Education? Yes, quite indeed, because what our source again informed us is that they are now sitting with piles upon piles of stationery, which was meant to be distributed in the province. Now they're saying that they are considering, in fact, they have uh, requested the services of a legal company to come and represent them. They have approached an attorney, and they say that they tend to take legal steps against the Department of Education in the province for failing to notify them of their plans to hire a new company to ensure the delivery of stationery. Their other concern is that there does not seem to be much of experience in terms of this new service provider and that they were not able to also get a proper track record of the service provider. I just spoke with officials of the Department of Education. They do not want to disclose any information about this company. They are, um, they are origins as well as uh, how it got about that they were appointed for this mammoth task of delivering stationery across schools in the province. However, they are certain that uh, stationery will be then distributed by the end of the month to all affected schools in the province. Yeah, we had actually been trying to get a hold of uh, the Department of Education in Limpopo who had agreed to speak to us, but unfortunately we can't uh, talk to them about these uh, allegations and uh, what you've brought us up to date with. In terms of uh, the deliveries, it sounds as if certainly we know there are problems. Uh, What are the indications that uh, this is going to be resolved in uh, the next week, the next month? I mean, how long is it going to take until all these uh, books and uh, all the stationery has been delivered as uh, it needs to be? Well, that is the plan by the department to at least give themselves a month to ensure delivery to all the schools. But I will go back to 2012 when there was a problem of the delivery of textbooks. There were quite a number of promises made by the department of timeframes as to when they will deliver. However, that kept on not uh, coming through. And now they say they, they told us that they plan to deliver these books by the end of the month. So we will be monitoring schools across the province throughout the, the coming months just to see for ourselves. But at the moment, there are areas where, for example, there is no schooling as a result. We've just got information of the disruption of, of classes at uh, 
several villages, a colleague of ours is there, as well as in Mudimule, where right now teachers and learners have been forced to go back home at some schools because they do not have uh, stationery and the classes are also said to be overcrowded. So those are some of the challenges that we'll be uh, seeing if the department will be able to, to get a grasp on and fix before the end of the month. Katako Nyoni, our reporter out in Limpopo province. Uh, thank you for getting in touch with us. Uh, Neliswa says on free education being possible. She said it's disappointing that Mr. Nzimande, a so-called communist, talks about loans as a form of financing tertiary education. This one from Chris says, uh, f- yes, free education is feasible, but to what end? Throughput in Vastis is 20%. Dropouts are still high. It'll be a waste. Sandila says $15.2 billion invested badly as a loan. Better if it was a bursary initiative. And uh, also repayment of tuition fees. Ha, ha, ha. Currently 3% of graduates are repaying their loans. This is part of why there's a shortage of money, Ivan. And Jack says SA has money to fund free education. It's just